0: If you want to support the show, the best way you can is through any of the books or current ongoing Vela shorts that are being released on a regular basis. The easiest way to find this is to go to bitbit.ly slash tmrbooks, and you'll have links there to everything. All of my Kindle books are available for free if you have Kindle Unlimited, you don't have to pay anything. You get it with your subscription. You can read them all. They're all in screenplay format. That includes Swan Song, The Muses, Duet, In the End, Our Past Does Not Define Us. Anything else that I've written that's available on Kindle, it's available there. You can buy a soft cover if you want. Uh, there's a hardcover collection of all of the Swan Song books, all combined into one. That's available as a hardcover. You can pre-order Echo Alpha, which is coming out in November. All of these things are available if you go uh, on Amazon. But, quick link, if you go bit.ly B-I-T slash tmrbooks, I have them all there, nice, easily cataloged. Also, down toward the bottom, we have the Kindle Vella content. Uh, the first three episodes are always free. And then after that, um, there's a token system that you can use to... to you know, read. Even if you don't like it, just give it a thumbs up. Uh, That way we can get it up higher so more people see it. So one final time, that's bitbit.ly slash tmrbooks and every Wednesday there's a new Vela book that goes up. Taser and Acrobat, Nanite and Rosebud, Tales from Another World, and The Alchemist and the Illusionist. All go up on Wednesdays and it's all available on uh, Kindle Vela. All of this is available bitbit.ly slash the tmrbooks. Sorry to overload the front, but before we start, one final thing. If you can please go on Apple Podcasts, if that's how you listen, and give us a five-star rating, that would mean a lot. We're trying to get on to uh, Rotten Tomatoes and sites like that, and we need to get more reviews to be accepted. So if you can go on and give us a five-star review there, that would be amazing. Uh, thank you very much, Um we appreciate everything you guys do when you listen welcome to beware of spoilers i am adam so it is now october 30th 2021 We have two months left until the end of the year, which means we're getting into Oscar season, and I'm just now realizing they have just opened a Christmas store in the shopping center across from where I record this podcast on a weekly or multi-time-a-week basis. Usually I don't face this way, usually I face the other way, and here we are looking at a store that I did not know existed until this moment. Now, today I'm here to talk about The French Dispatch, which is one of those movies that Um, is almost surely going to be an Oscar contention um, in the conversation of what movies could be up for, say, Best Picture, Best Director, and I think it's not going to be seriously considered in any major categories, because it's great, but at the same time, it's Wes Anderson, and I don't mean that as a pejorative, I mean, like, I don't think there's a director around today that you can watch one of his. Like, if I pick up a um, a, a pic, if I take a picture, a, a screenshot of any given frame in a Wes Anderson movie, you can tell it's a Wes Anderson movie. Um, he has a unique visual style. He um, his aspect ratio is different from a standard motion picture. Um, he, you can you cannot. Not be able to pick, like be, like if you he's the the bare minimum able to pick out who directed this movie based on how it's shot and how the screen is composed and how he uses the visual language and and even in terms of sound his the the way his movies get soundtracked, you can always tell and here's the thing about this movie it's beautiful all of his movies are beautiful that's what he does very well the story is told great I, I I um the acting performances are all great he brings all his friends in. In, in a movie like this, what we kind of want to do is you... Like, hmm, how do I put this? It's one thing to have an artistic style and to have a style that is uniquely you as a director. Like, okay, you, you tried an anthology that's cool and it came out well. And I think that the anthology style is something that really should make a comeback, um, if I'm being honest. I think the anthology style... Um, allows for a, uh, a, a director to, or, or a writer to tell stories, uh, without being, feeling like they're, they're kind of punting the story to, um, what's it called? To, to a short, and it does allow for, for greater artistic integrity, because to an extent, there are shorter stories that still work, and, you know, some of my favorite books recently have been short story anthologies, and that's perfectly fine, and, um, you know, if you can get the story in and out quick, and this one has three shorts in it, and that's it, it's three short stories, one about an artist in prison, one about a, uh, a policeman who's the cook for the police officers, and the middle one was about, fuck, what was the middle one about? Oh, The Revolutionary with Timothy Chalamet, um, and, and, and look, the, each one of them is executed well, and, the actors all do their, do what they, they do best, and it's like, yeah, you have world-class actors in this movie. You have Frances McDormand, um, who's won three best, best, uh, leading actors, three best leading actress. You have, uh, Timothy Chalamet, who's got an Oscar nomination, if not win, if I remember, I not remember correctly. Um, you have, uh, Tilda Swinton, multi-academy award nominee, Benicio Del Toro, multi-academy award nominee, like, If the acting in this movie was subpar, that would be a bigger indicative of a bigger problem. But Wes Anderson can bring a good performance out of everyone, Um, and everyone in this movie does a good job, even if it is like Christoph Waltz in a one-off little shot. If you if it's like um, uh, Saoirse Ronan having like three lines playing a um, a showgirl, Um, and it's like everyone does their best. And I think that here's here's my problem ultimately with this movie, is the movie's watchable, but I think that, like, we're not seeing any evolution of, um, uh, of Anderson as a filmmaker. Like, we haven't seen him do anything new or different. It's the same kind of quirky, up-tempo kind of, you know, story, and, you know, everyone kind of talks the same, and, like, to an extent, you can kind of buy it here, because the movie really is a, a love letter to the literary magazine, and there is a lot of use of literary journalism and the use of color versus black and white you can explore in this movie where it's, like, when it's, it's information to add, you know, um, backstory, it's in black and white. When it's the the crux of the story, it's in color. Um, all these things are interesting and, and fun to play with. But the movie doesn't do anything unique. And if we're in a, you know talk about a director with a storied career with a unique visual language all his own i kind of want to see him evolve a little bit like you know it's great we got another wes anderson movie but you know a franchise doesn't stay a franchise without evolution like i don't i, I want to see a franchise grow and evolve and not just do the same thing over and over again it's like i'm i'm i want to see them go somewhere new somewhere different Try something different and and you know succeed or fail at least you're taking a shot. Um, this doesn't feel that way. This feels like Wes Anderson, real like comfortably sitting into what he does well. Um, and, and and again he does it well, and I can't fault him for it. But if we're gonna say go see this movie or don't go see this movie, it's like if you've seen Grand Budapest Hotel, if you've seen. Rushmore, if you've seen, um, The Royal Tenenbaums, if you've seen any of his other movies, you've seen this movie before. Um, although I think this movie does break his train, uh, record. But look, I can't say that it's not done well. So if you like Wes Anderson, and you like his usual trappings, and you, you, you know, you're going into this expecting to see the same thing you've seen before, then enjoy this movie, um... Because it's not bad. Like, there's nothing bad about it. And it's like, if this movie had come out last year, it would have been a strong contender for, you know, a Best Picture nomination. Because it's Wes Anderson doing what Wes Anderson does best. So, it feels wrong to say that we should expect him to do something different. But, like, you know, part of my criticism of The Force Awakens was it's the same thing we've seen before. Part of my criticism of, you know, where, like, uh, I want to see it evolve. I want to see a director evolve and change his, you know, change what he does and, and do differently. And yeah, next year when I review Clerks 3, I feel like we're going to have some hypocr- hypocr- bleh, hypocrisy for me. But, you know, at least he went through a little of an experimental period before we got to that point. where we were going back to the well. It's like, it's too similar to his past movies, but at the same time, not dissimilar. And, and look, the writing is great. I think that's what, probably the strongest thing about this movie is the way it's written and the fact that, like, it is a love letter. It's like watching a, a dramatization of a um, of, of an article in a magazine that, that was written as a nonfiction, a, a long-form long nonfiction piece. And, and that's, it's just fantastic in that regard. And it does that very well. Um, and it leans into that style. Um, but I, I I feel weird. I feel weird about this. Because I, I feel like I can't say it's bad. Like, there's nothing you can say about this movie that's bad. But it just doesn't feel any different. So it feels consistent, I guess. It's, like, consistently good. I, I don't know what my criticism is of this. Like... It's a great movie, but I want to see something different. Like I, I, I want to see, I, I want to see him take that next step. And you know, he's done so many movies and with with this level of success. Try something new. Um, and and I don't think this movie quite does that. And you know, if you just want to see him do what he does best, this movie's great for that. Fantastic. It, it's it's him at his best. Him following all of it. Like, if you like other Wes Anderson movies, you will like this one. If you do not like other Wes Anderson movies, you will not like this one. Because it's more of the same. For better or for worse. And to be honest, I do like his movies to begin with. So, I can't be like, you know, I can't, I can't say that, you know, this was a disappointment. Because it, it delivered exactly... It's like, you know, when I go to a Fast and Furious movie, it's like... I'm going to this movie expecting to see, uh, women in bathing suits and fast cars, and the movie delivers women in bathing suits and fast cars, so, like, what am I expecting differently? And I get mad at people who are like, oh, what are you expecting that's different? And it's like, when I see, um, like, Godzilla vs. Kong, it's like, I'm here to watch two monsters fight. Do I get two monsters fighting? Does it look cool? Is it well done? If yes, movie's good. At the same time, it's like, for some reason, this just feels like that's the wrong answer here. Um... But yeah, um, definitely worth a watch if you like Wes Anderson. If you do not like Wes Anderson, it is not worth a watch. You will not like it because it's the same. Um, so we'll wrap up there for today. Um, and, uh, we'll be back next week with The Eternals and with Spencer, uh, the Princess Diana biopic, uh, with Crispin Stewart in the lead, um, For those of you you in the United States, go out on uh, Tuesday and vote. Um, It is election day, Um, even if it is not a presidential election or a midterm election for your representative. There are still local elections. Um, Where I am, we have um, district attorneys up. We have um, uh, sheriff's offices up, um, town council, city council, all that stuff still up for re-election. And these things do influence your local politics. Um. So, get out, vote. Um. This coming Tuesday, November second, uh, is election day in the United States. Um. So until next time, have a great rest of your week. Do you like the show? Do you hate the show? Are you indifferent to the show? No matter what, you should probably let us know what we're doing so we can change it to better suit you, the listeners' needs. You can go to either bitb.i.t. dot slash b.o.s. contact, which is a contact form page you can use. Also. You can just email us directly at 30 reviews at gmail.com. If you have questions that you would like us to answer, we can answer them on the air. We have a few questions every week that will be selected to be answered on air. Um, so if you want to tell us what we should do, or if you have a suggestion for a movie or a TV show or something we should cover, go to bitbit.ly boscontact and also email us 30 reviews at gmail.com.